podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Well, it's so difficult to talk about international cricket when there's the IPL going on in the background. And the thing with the IPL is that it's so fast moving that you record a podcast one day and it is outdated in like 12 hours or a day. Hello and welcome back to the Cricket Corner podcast with me, Watsal Vora. I was brainstorming on what kind of podcast I want to record for this weekend for the viewers and the listeners. And I was not able to come up with an idea as such. But then I realized I wanted to talk a lot about the upcoming World Test Championships and the Ashes series, which is the most, uh, how shall I put it, which is the most looked forward to series uh, after the Border Gavaskar Trophy, which was prior to the IPL. And the Ashes is quite an interesting one because Australia have already announced the squad. So I thought, why not dedicate an entire episode to the Australians for a change? And I'm here to talk about how the Australians are getting on before the Ashes. And I'm going to look at their star batsmen. And then if this episode gets good traction, I'll probably talk about the bowlers as well in a different episode altogether. So the Australian squad was announced like a month back. Now it's the 20th, 20th May when I am recording this and the Australian squad was announced on the 19th of April and they announced the squad for the World Test Championship Final and the Ashes Series. And the squad has some interesting bowlers and batsmen. I've already covered them in one of my previous episodes so you can check that out. But they have a good core of batsmen. And I'm here personally going to talk about Manas Labushain, Steve Smith and David Warner because I feel like those are the three main batsmen when it comes to the Australians. Yes, they do have other good batsmen in the squad like, like uh, Travis Head is in there. There's Albia, of course Usman Khwaja who had a wonderful Border Gavaskar series in India. There's the returning Marcus Harris. And there's Matt Renshaw as well with wicket-keeping options in the form of Alex Carey and Josh English. But I'm here to talk about Labushain, Smith and Warner because those are the three players who are currently in action playing some form of cricket or the other. Uh, I'll completely break this apart for the listeners right now. It's uh, David Warner who's playing in the IPL. Well, who was playing in the IPL with the Delhi Capitals because... DC had just had their last game of the season today. Spoiler alert, they lost. But David Warner had a good outing. We'll talk about him later in this episode. And Manas Labushain and Steve Smith are currently playing in the county championship here in England. So they are preparing, already preparing for the World Test Championship final and the Ashes by getting used to these conditions and both of them are doing really well one more better than the other but uh, let's start with Steve Smith Steve Smith decided not to play in the IPL this season well he hasn't been one of those hard-hitting IPL players which will be known and remembered in in years to come the likes of Adam Gilchrist the likes of David Warner 
and Andrew Stymans, Michael Hussey, Steve, uh, uh, the Shane Vaughan and Shane Watson are kind of players who are remembered in the IPL and to Simons to an extent as well. But Steve Smith has had a okayish legacy in the IPL where he played for the rising Pune Supergiant side which finished runners-up in one of their two seasons. So Steve Smith decided to come over to England and he's representing Sussex and he's currently playing against Glamorgan. And spoilers again, Manas Labushain plays for Glamorgan as well. So Steve Smith and Manas Labushain are against one another at the moment. But it's been a decent outing for Steve Smith at the moment here in England. <coughs> Excuse me. I feel like Steve Smith has a lot more to offer to Sussex particularly. He's currently playing in his third game. He played against Worcestershire and Leicestershire. Against in the in his first game he scored just 30 and his second game against Leicestershire he scored just 3. But currently whilst playing against the Glamorgan side he scored a well-deserving 89 he was lb uh, he was gone lbw bold harris but uh, an 89 of 183 deliveries 10 fours and 1 six shows the gritty sheer determination of steve smith this was particularly after cheteshwar pujara the captain of sussex was dismissed by no on a on a duck so it was a really good effort as far as Steve Smith is concerned, he came in at number 5 for Sussex, scored a well-deserved 89 and this was the kind of score he really needed because as we mentioned before, he wasn't playing much, like he didn't score many runs. Like prior to this game, he scored like 33 runs in two games. He didn't get a chance to bat in the second innings in either of the two matches. So a well-made 89, I think that really puts him and gives him the confidence heading into the World Test Championship final, which is like in a three weeks time. So that's good preparations for him. It's also nice to know that he did bowl in his first two games against Worcestershire and Leicestershire. He did bowl against both of them. I'm just having a look whether he bowled in this game as well. And um, I don't think he did. I don't think he did. Yeah, he didn't bowl against Glamorgan, but he has been given a bowl here and there. I don't see him bowling in the World Test Championship or in the uh, or in the or in the Ashes. But yeah, it's 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 one option that Australia have at their disposal, and it'll be good to see if they can make use of him if needed because Australia usually lack a sixth bowling option. They have four good bowlers in the form of. Josh Hazelwood, Pat Cummins, Mitchell Stark, Nathan Lyon, Cameron Green as their fifth bowler. But then they usually lack that sixth bowling option. Uh, Travis Head can be that sixth bowler if they needed, if they ever need one. And Steve Smith, well, he has bowled a few overs here and there. Not sure whether he'll be bowling, but there you go. He's getting used to that as well. So. As far as preparations are concerned, I'll give Steve Smith a 5 out of 10 based on his current form. I am deducting a few points from his score out of 10 mainly because 
of his failure to score a big total in his first two games but then again you are in england you are in completely new conditions you're playing after two months you were in india before that and you still managed to score 33 runs that's not too shabby but then you expect more from a legendary test player at least a modern legend in the form of steve smith but this 89 runs will give him a lot of confidence as i've already mentioned so yeah i'm really happy to see steve smith amongst the runs in the county championship we'll be looking uh looking at him more as he plays for continues to play for sussex but yeah steve smith 5 out of 10 based on his prep, uh, based on his current form for the preparation ahead of the ashes series and the world test championship final someone who has been excellent for their county chi- county side is manas labushain now manas labushain plays for glamorgan and personally for me i look at glamorgan scorecards and some of their highlights on youtube and stuff like that pretty often because I come I currently live in Swansea and Swansea falls under the Glamorgan county setup that's the only county team we have here in Wales so it's something that I always look forward to seeing Glamorgan see uh, seeing Glamorgan how they do in this county championship in the T20 blast which one of the games I'm actually going to go and watch them so that should be fun but he's been really well now similar to Steve Smith's early games for Sussex. Glamo- he uh, Manas Labushain played his first game in a month back, exactly a month back on the 20th of April against Durham and he scored just 22 runs in the test match, 17 in the first innings, 5 in the second innings. He did get 4 for 81 though. So, well, he's that sixth bowling option if if Australia need. I completely forgot that he's a capable bowler himself. But yeah, there you go. So, he's also getting in amongst the wickets but just 22 runs but then against Leicestershire he made a uh, 64 and then after that on the 4th of May they the Glamorgan side played Yorkshire and that's where Labushain exploded into life he scored 65 in the first innings 170 not out in the second innings and that was a completely brilliant performance and shows how well and how quickly Labushain has got used to this English conditions. Yes, the game at Leeds ended up in a draw, but that's not the that's not the main picture here. Like 170 that too in the second innings gives you a lot of confidence, particularly uh, in Leeds which is really like one of the better places like a proper test venue as well, so that's good to see. Then they played uh then he scored 42 at on Cardiff at Cardiff against Worcestershire uh and now he's currently playing against Steve Smith in against Sussex where once again he scored yet another century uh for Glamorgan I think he scored a century in the second innings is he scored 138 of 244 deliveries 16 fours and four sixes in that inning so he's really really well playing really well and it's not like he's playing in these english conditions for the first time yes he's playing in these english conditions for the first time this season but he's already played for glamorgan previously so i i feel like he amongst all the other australians in the current squad is more than capable of handling this english conditions from the get go 
So I feel like Manus Labuschagne is Australia's main batsman. Now I know David Warner and Steve Smith are more important because of their past history and how much they have achieved in the test format but Labuschagne who is just 28 compared to Steve Smith and David Warner is quite young so I feel like he could be their main man because he has played for Glamorgan for a couple of seasons now he's he's quite accustomed to these conditions and and already he scored two centuries in this county championship so I think Labuschagne is really doing well. I'm going to give him a nine out of ten based on his current form for the upcoming Ashes series and his for his preparations. That is, I think he's been excellent, and I'm really looking forward to seeing him in the World Test Championship final against India as well because he didn't have the best time during uh, during the Border Gavaskar series. He did score a 63 not out again. against uh, India in the final test match at Ahmedabad but that test match ended up in a draw and that was one of the most easiest pitches relative in relative terms during that series because the first three test matches were spin for the spinners it was it was really turning and gripping while the pitch at Ahmedabad for the final test match was relatively easier to play in it was much more batting friendly and in those spinny conditions he did struggle he like i think his highest score was like a 35 in the second test match if i'm not wrong so it's really so now that he's going to play against india the same opposition which troubled him uh, earlier in the year to play against those same opponents in a in a con- in in conditions where you are much more suited to i think that should be really fun to see and i expect him to play a big role if australia want to win their first ever world test championship final and become the first country to win all the icc trophies that is the world cup the t20 world cup and the champions trophy and now the world test championship as well so i think labuschagne will be equally important if not more for the Australians in the World Test Championship final than the Ashes but I think his preparations are showing that he is capable of handling expectations really well because Glamorgan is a relatively weak side in the county championships and he's like their main batsman and he's still able to play those big innings shows how good his temperament and confidence is growing knowing that he is the main man and if he can get that confidence in the australian side i'm sure he can perform instead of weighing down under expectations so yeah 9 out of 10 for labuschagne's preparations ahead of wtc final and the ashes finally let's talk about david warner and unlike labuschagne and steve smith david warner is playing a completely different form of cricket but he's excelling in that and he's playing in the IPL well he was playing in the IPL now let's talk about his IPL tenure in past tense so he played for the delhi capitals and yes delhi capitals did not have the best of the season in the IPL i think they finished second from bottom on 10 points i think they only managed to win 5 games all season they lost to the chennai super kings earlier today while the on the day i'm recording that is at least 
but David Warner himself has had a great IPL season. 516 runs at an average of 36.87 and a strike rate of 131.6. He scored six scores of 50 and above. Did not get a hundred, but that's fine. And uh, yeah, he was he he was really good in this struggling Delhi side. I think he was their best best batsman. Like 516 runs is a really good IPL season. I I've always said this before that anything above 500 is a really good IPL season because and you are probably one of your team's best batsmen and I think they'd want to show that now Warner has always had great IPLs he scored 432 last season a dro- bit of drop off in 2021 195 but uh, he played just eight matches in that occasion but 2020 548 2019 692 that's the david warner we all know he bats up the order he opens for all the side he's played for be delhi capitals this season sunrisers hyderabad in the in his previous successful campaigns as well he captains delhi capitals yes his captaincy did see them finish second from bottom but that's all right we are talking about his batting and uh, six uh, 516 runs is a really good return as far as patting up the order is concerned and he's he did have a few issues with the strike rate early on in the IPL he was scoring at like a run a ball strike rate of like 110 115 but then it really then he really exploded and the strike rate soared along with his runs and performance and ended up at 131.6 he scored 86 against the chennai super kings on the 28th of may 20th of may which is today 46 against punjab kings before that and a 54 against yet again against punjab kings so his last three scores in the ipl is 54 46 86 he also scored a 57 against the kolkata night riders uh, a month back so yeah he's been he's been really he's performing really well now i'm not sure how good playing in the IPL helps you prepare for the Ashes and the WTC final completely different format completely different conditions but at least seeing him perform well will give him confidence of having a good Ashes series because let's be honest he did not have the best times in at the Border Gavaskar series he he barely played i think he i think he played just two test matches before having that freakish injury like a fracture or something which saw him miss the next two test matches which promoted Travis Head to open the innings alongside Usman Khwaja but seeing him perform well seeing the David Warner of old really gives me hope that he would be one of Australia's main batsmen because you don't want to see him being just being there because he's David Warner you want to see him perform at a higher level as well so Yeah, I think this is an ideal perform uh, ideal preparations as far as David Warner is concerned. Well, you would say that a much more ideal thing would be to follow the likes of Labuschagne and Steve Smith and play in these first class games, but David Warner is one of IPL's biggest names. Like one of the fan polls today called him the best overseas batsman that the IPL has ever seen now the likes of Chris Gale and David and AB De Villiers would want to argue on that but we are not here to talk about the IPL are we we are here to talk a lot about 
what David Warner wants to be and uh, I think this is much more of a confident booster than preparations ahead of these two massive test series and I think confidence is a big thing as far as Warner is concerned because if he's confident then you can expect him to give Australia those quick fire starts which he's synonymous with and with the inclusion of David Warner in the squad I think he will return to opening the innings alongside Usman Khwaja which will drop Travis Head down to that number 5 spot which was occupied by Peter Hanscom side note even Peter Hanscom's playing for uh Leicestershire here in the county championships uh, but poor bloke did not get picked for the Ashes series or the World Test Championship but yeah keeping Hanscom aside I think David Warner's been doing quite well in the IPL but I can only give him like a 6 out of 10 because yes morale boost is one thing scoring runs is one thing having a good score under your belt is one thing but then you are playing T20 that too in India which is not what you want to s- not not the same thing you are going to play India yes but you are going to play them in England and then you are going to play England in the Ashes series in England but so yeah 6 out of 10 much more morale boosting as i've mentioned but uh, judging by his form i don't see him having those same struggles like he did in the at the border gavaskar trophy so yeah this is the this is a short podcast on australia's preparations ahead of the wtc final and the ashes make sure what you make sure you let me know what you think by tweeting at me at Mr. Watsalvora you'll find Twitter link down in the description below and this podcast also available on YouTube so if you're listening on YouTube then make sure you're liking sharing and subscribing if you are listening this on Spotify or Apple podcast then make sure you're giving me those wonderful five star ratings i'm so hyped about the world test championship final and the ashes because the ipl just got one more week and once we are done with that we can once again focus on international cricket which i like covering on this podcast so i'm really looking forward to that i hope you're as stoked and hype as i am much more and plenty more episodes to come in the future so make sure you're tuning in this is me watsalvora signing off ciao for now sports social podcast network